0: Thanks for listening to the Unity Fort Worth podcast. I want to start with an affirmation, an affirmation that recognizes what's going to happen when we are truly willing to release. I manifest a fresh start from my divinity. Let's say this together. I manifest a fresh start from my divinity. We are manifesting something from because it's coming from within us. We can only manifest what we believe is possible. We cannot manifest otherwise. If we have doubts, our manifestation, our creative power is diminished. So we must learn to touch that divine part of ourselves so that our manifestation power is at its best and highest. Today we have an opportunity, as we release, to also manifest what's going to be new. Many of us are probably in a a place of unknowing, in a place of limbo, not really understanding what's going to happen to this community. Some of us may even fear this community is not going to be here in another few months or a couple of years. Others say, no, what we're doing is the right thing to do. We should have done. It's a long time ago and it's a fresh start for us. Whatever it is, we have an opportunity today to let go of anger, let go of sadness, to embrace grief, let go of anything that would stay in the way, not just for the sake of this community, but especially for the sake of yourself. Because what we're doing together is also important for us to learn, to get, learn individually. We must learn to manifest from a place of our divinity. Not outside of ourselves, because then we give up power, but only from within ourselves, because then we claim power. Meister Eckhart is probably one of my favorites. Um, very simple teachings, very clear He said, and suddenly you know it's time to start something new and trust the magic of beginnings. I don't know about you, but I had many of those jerks in my life where suddenly I just knew, right? I I was like fidgeting around it over and over again, you know, whatever it is, buying a car, finding a new girlfriend, or, you know, something like that. You're just, yeah, I'm not sure, and then suddenly you just know. And in that moment, we must trust, we must have faith in the magic, the magic of ourselves. It seems sometimes magical that when we truly learn to step into our own power and we use that creative power effectively, it sometimes appears as magic. But actually magic, it is not. It is just learning to do what we ought to do all along. It's learning what God as principle has been available to us all along. We just need to learn it. And it's as simple as learning math, or learning an alphabet, or learning just a new skill. It's not something hard. We don't have to be perfect in order to learn. We don't have to take a degree or go to school necessarily to learn it's actually even simpler than that. It appears as magic and yet it is not. It's just as much magic as if a helicopter would have flown around at the time of Jesus. It would have felt like magic to them back then but it doesn't feel like magic to us. Once we learn how to use the creative power how to let go what stands in the way and then truly embrace what we want to create new, once we learn that, it's not a big deal. It just happens. The Dalai Lama says something also very interesting. People take different roads seeking fulfillment and happiness. Just because they're not on your road doesn't mean they've gotten lost. I love this one because So often, we apply our own spiritual journey onto other people. And then we force those other people to do exactly what we are doing. And we are diminishing by doing that their personal journey. And what the Dalai Lama is saying here is, we really ought to understand and embrace someone else's journey. That doesn't mean that we should not... Be concerned if someone is walking off a cliff. Yes, of course, we're going to tell them, hey, you're about to walk off the cliff. But whether they take the highway or the footpath to the ocean to watch the sunset really doesn't matter in the end. So it helps for us to check in sometimes when we criticize or judge others for their personal journey because their personal journey may be just what they need. Maybe someone needs a more traditional approach to Christianity right now. And then they arrive a more at the more progressive approach like we embrace at Unity. Maybe someone needs to be completely disconnected from the whole concept of theism and be an atheist and fully embrace it, or an agnostic, and then eventually they arrive at someone, something else. Who are we to say that that is wrong? And the reason why I'm bringing this up is today, whatever my words are, that may or may not be inspiring to you to learn to let go truly, it is your way that you know best, more so than I can ever know, How to truly let go. If you have feelings come up, let the feelings flow. If you're angry, be angry. If you're sad, be sad. Don't be afraid of that. You know, let it go. Let the energy flow through. Allow that energy to take place because that's the energy that we need in order to move into something new. So we are doing two things. Letting go. And something in you, that we call in unity a denial. And letting go, according to one of our co-founders, Charles Fillmore, means erasing from consciousness contrary thoughts that are contrary to, to truth. And I would add feelings here, too. And what that means is just we erase anything. Letting go means to erase everything that doesn't serve us. Whether they're thoughts, like diminishing thoughts. Thoughts about beating ourselves up, thoughts about, oh, this is not good, or, you know, this is not right, or whatever. All those thoughts that don't serve us, they need to go. The feelings, too. But we should never deny those thoughts and feelings. That's where the denial in unity is a little bit different. We're not denying our experience. We do the opposite. We say, oh, yeah, I have thoughts that are very dark and gloomy. I have feelings that are very disturbing, and I don't like those feelings. We're not running away from them. That's not what the denial does. The denial does take away the power that we give to it, and essentially it erases the false belief we have about things. That's what the denial does. Letting go is letting go of the false stuff that is no longer okay. And if we're true to ourselves, we all know what that is. It doesn't take us long to figure this out, doesn't it? I mean, if we're really truly at home by ourselves, and we don't have to be accountable for anyone, not for our kids, not parents, not spouses and everything, if we look in the mirror, all by ourselves, and we can really truly be ourselves, that's when we have a chance. To erase those false beliefs because we no longer need to put those masks up but we don't have to be alone to do that we can actually use the power of the community to do this together but I want you to understand that in order for us to truly let go we must also learn to let go of our masks that we put up in society in our relationships with each other because that vulnerability that meekness that Jesus is talking about, blessed are the meek for they inherit the the earth, that is important, we need to be meek, we need to be vulnerable, and then we can truly let go our vulnerability into the fire today. So as you are thinking about things you want to let go, I want you to think about that because you don't have to share the paper with anyone. It's almost like being alone at home, looking in the mirror. Be true to yourself and truly let go, knowing that no one else will see it, because it's not their journey, it's your journey. And that's the power I want you to be able to do today, to let go of that. Another affirmation that may help with that. I let go of what no longer serves my humanity, and divinity. Let's say this together. I'll let go of what no longer serves my humanity and divinity. We're very good at letting go of simple stuff, stuff that in the grand scheme doesn't matter. It gets a little harder when we let go of stuff that allows our divinity to come forward. So I want you to think about that. We're both 100% human. And we are both, we are also 100% divine. We cannot separate that. We are the mother-father principle expressed and created in every moment. That can never, that bond can never be destroyed. We cannot be divine without being human, and we cannot be human without being divine. So as you let go, I want you to understand and take that into your ceremony. And then there is forgiveness. That's the toughest one, isn't it? Anyone struggled with forgiveness before? Oh wow, you guys are awesome. Like, <laughs> that was not many hands. Truthfully, anyone struggled with forgiveness before? There we go, right? It's a tough one, isn't it? And if you if you uh, listen to these words by angel you, you get a little bit of a glimpse you can't forgive without loving. And I don't mean sentimentally, I don't mean much. I mean having enough courage to stand up and say, I forgive, I'm finished with this. That's a tough one, isn't it? And the Dalai Lama, uh, the Mahatma Gandhi said that we can never forgive. Forgiveness is the attribute of the strong. It's a tie-in. Gandhi studied the Bible. He was a big fan of the Beatitudes. This ties back into the blessing of the meek, the vulnerability. And then we have Nelson Mandela. As I walked out the door toward the gate that would lead to my freedom, I knew if I didn't leave my bitterness and hatred behind, I'd still be in prison. Who has forgiven before but still felt imprisoned? Right? Some of us because that's not really truly forgiveness. But it's also a good step toward forgiveness. And so we have, first of all, Charles Fillmore saying here again what forgiveness is in unity, giving up the false for the true, which is really a simple thing, what we were just talking about. Let's get rid of all the false stuff so that the true can stay behind. But there's also Let me do the story first. A story in the Bible that talks about how many times we should forgive. And most of you growing up Christian probably remember that story. You know, when Peter asked Jesus, he said, well, you know, how many times do I have to forgive? Is seven enough? He said, no, no, 70 times seven, right? So there's a symbolism here in the number seven. The number seven alone means completion. And it often ties into, usually, but not always, it's divine. And I would say if the seven in this story arrives on its own, or you read it on its own, it actually does tie into completing something in the human realm. Like completing a degree, or completing a journey, or completing building a house, right? And then the 70 times seven... Or 77, I always forget which version it is. Let me see. There we go. It's divine completion, 77. Or Jesus is talking about, yeah, yeah, you, you you can forgive once or twice, and that's probably okay, but it's not the true forgiveness, not where we go, okay, I'm done. I'm truly done. Often when we forgive, we tell ourselves, yeah, I'm done. But then he picks it right back up. Have you ever had that? Right? Oh, I forgive you. And then next time when they uh, don't put the toilet, seat, uh, the, the toilet seat down, you know, that, that forgiveness is out of, the, out of the way, right? Yeah. I know you guys know what I'm talking about. It probably takes a lot more than 77 times. I'm looking at the women right now to tell your husbands to put the toilet seat down. More than 77 times, right? It's not about the number. It's about what it means. We need to keep forgiving until it's forgiven, period. We may wish we should only forgive once because we have the power to do so. We absolutely have the power. We only only have to forgive once, and we, we could be done. But most of us are not that, that far along, I guess, I would say. I hate using these kind of words because it's judgment. But most of us will take a little bit more than just once. Wouldn't you agree? So that's really the goal here of the, of the, the story. Jesus was telling Peter, and they, you know, back then they understood what seven means. They didn't take seven literally. They understood that 77 means divine completion. In today's world, we will call this awakening, enlightenment, moksha, nirvana. We can experience awakening in the human realm. It's absolutely possible. We can experience a moment of truth and enlightenment in that moment when we truly learn to let go. And today we have an opportunity to do that. Here's another piece that's really important. And you know, probably this, if you grew up Christian as well, for if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. That ties into the 77 again. That's the difference between forgiving in the human realm, the seven times, and forgiving from the heart, from truth. Remember, this is not about father, mother, outside of yourself. This is about God within yourself. This is about forgiving, not only as a human being, because that's what you ought to do. It's just a nice thing to do. But is to really dive deeply into your heart, into your true being, and forgive completely. Forgive from a place of purity and compassion. That's what we're looking for. In my forgiveness, I find my true self. Let's say this together. In my forgiveness, I find my true self. So we learn from this story that yes, forgiveness is important, but there is an other element that is important here, that we bring our divinity into it. Jesus understood this so well because he was a great teacher. He understood that the Father and I are one. He understood the principle of oneness that we all embrace here at Unity. Whether or not you follow unity or follow Christian or Judaism, it doesn't matter. We all come together because we believe that The mother, father, and I are one. No separation, nothing that will ever be able to cut that rope. It's impossible. We can never be separated. And it's hard that that may be to understand sometimes because we can certainly feel separated from God, don't we? We certainly can have moments where we believe God is no longer with us. But we must have faith and take comfort in this one simple truth that that is absolutely impossible. Because what that tells us is, if it's impossible for us to be separated from God, we can always find it. And guess how we find it? Through forgiveness. Through letting go. So today, you can let go, you can use a unity denial, or you can forgive, Or find your own way, how to just let go so that a little bit more of a spark of your divinity can come forward. Because guess what? If you watch around the world what is happening, it's needed, isn't it? Wouldn't you say that our truth needs to come out a little bit more than it has thus far? The world needs that. Because once we learn to let the truth shine, what happens is we start to walk that truth, and as we walk that truth, we find other people who walk the same truth. And remember, we all walk around differently, but as we are walking, we will find other people who walk the highway, or the footpath, or whatever path they take to the ocean to watch the sunset, whatever it is. We all will find each other, and we find each other more easily if we're truthful and we come from a place of care and compassion. I want to leave you for today with the Nahuatl blessing. It's a beautiful blessing translated into English. It's an old Mexican Aztec uh, dialect and I put some facts up there for you to read, and that will lead us into our meditation for today. And as you listen to this blessing, I want you to carefully listen, actively listen, and see if you can take one of those releases with you. I release my parents from the feeling that they have already failed me. I release my children from the need to bring pride to me, that they may write their own ways according to their hearts, that whisper all the time in their ears. I release my partner from the obligation to complete myself. I do not lack anything I learn with all beings all the time. I thank my my grandparents and forefathers who have gathered so that I can breathe life today. I release them from past failures and unfulfilled desires aware that they have done their best to resolve their situation within the consciousness they had at that moment. I honor you, I love you, and I recognize you as innocent. I am transparent before your eyes, I do not hide or owe anything other than being true to myself and to my very existence, that walking with the wisdom of the heart, I am aware that I fulfill my life project free from invisible, invisible family loyalties that might disturb my peace and happiness, which are my only responsibilities I renounce the role of Savior, of being one who unites or fulfills the expectations of others. Learning through and only through love, I bless my essence, my way of expressing, even though somebody may not understand me. I understand myself. Because I alone have lived and experienced my history, Because I know myself, I know who I am, what I feel, what I do, and why I do it. I respect and approve myself. I honor the divinity in me and in you. We are free. So let us take these words into our meditation for today. Remembering that as we breathe in new opportunities, we breathe out what we forgive. And throughout this meditation, at any time when we are ready, we can write down anything on our piece of paper. Anything that we know is ready to be let go of. And if you have a lot to write, just write a symbol or a word that represents of what you mean. Take this opportunity to let go of as much as you possibly can because you deserve it. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to be free. You deserve to be forgiven and you deserve to forgive yourself and the others and you deserve to be just you, just you, no one else but you. That's what you deserve. So keep breathing into yourself, breathe into your heart into your body into your mind allow the divine energy the divinity itself to come from within and from without allow that oneness of all to come forth right now the oneness within you as an individual and the oneness as a community the oneness as a world and far beyond Allow yourself to be free. Let go of what no longer serves you. Forgive yourself so you may be the divinity you always sought to be. And if you have not yet written anything yet, maybe draw something Just put something on your piece of paper. Even if it's your thoughts, your feelings that you move into this paper, allow that paper to absorb anything that no longer serves you. Allow this meditation to be present with you. allow this meditation to be what you need soon we will come together and release that paper release what you need in your life right now take a moment And allow that release to be moved into the paper. Thank you for listening to the Unity Fort Worth podcast. You just heard this week's message and meditation. For the live streams and more information, go to unityfortworth.org.